Yeah, so no, the, the trailer to uh, Farming Simulator had huge Home Depot theme song vibes. <laughs> Farm Depot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. David, it's video game podtimism. Wow, wow, you're entering in quick today. It's the Optimist video game variety show where two best friends <laughs> talk about the wonderful world of gaming. No intros. Whoa. No intros. Whoa, okay. I was, yeah. literally you stopped me mid-sip of my, my beverage. You're startled, so startled. The audience is startled. It's our 50, 50th episode today and we're bringing a different energy. It's called Boomer Energy. It's called the Boomer, Boomer Energy. Hmm. This is the boomer cast now. You know, all boomers skip their intros. They just go straight into the pod. <laughs> Video it's game classic. boomerism. Hi, yeah, yeah. This is a bummer. I'm old, David, but I'm not this old. <laughs> it's our 50th episode, David. Hell yeah, it My is. My God. We're look, in it. Look, look at where we are. By the way, I'm Chase. Uh, and I'm David. We're here. Holy shit. Um, not 50 podcast episodes ago, we were uh, a, a budding young podcast. So so young and youthful and full of life, pre-pandemic. Brett, Brett, just barely, just barely. Yeah. What do you want to do in 2020, David? Start a start a podcast. Sounds lovely. We got plenty of time to do it now. Yeah. True. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, we got a special app, sort of. It's going to be mostly the same, but we're going to talk about a game that is going to push us to our pod to mystic limits. <laughs> <laughs> Um, truly yeah but before then david have you been partaking in video games i have why don't you tell me about this just gonna get rocket league out of the way yeah still playing check rocket the box. league yeah check the box the my clan is growing we right. got like six people in it now got six homies wow that's a lot of rocket leaguers big time now you need someone to manage your team where we need we need a uh, marketing we need some swag. We need some apparel. You know, everyone needs to get their own special esports gamer chair. Just gamer like streaming, chair. you know. <laughs> wow. Are you a real gamer? Do you have a gamer chair? Do you have a big red chair to sit in while you game? A big multicolored chair? <laughs> there is definitely a type of gamer chair. I don't know why they are this this specific sort of design, but yeah. they are all very <laughs> the same, you know? I was, I've, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely the, the market of chairs that people just like give to streamers and they're like, please sit in this to do marketing for us. And I was like looking online cause I didn't know too much about chairs and they're like, Hey, uh, you can either spend, uh, like $2,000 on an Aeron chair. Um, or you can buy like one of these gamer chairs. And I was like, great. Does it come in something that isn't so obnoxious? Like, is there like a black or one that just kind of looks like a normal chair? Uh, and the internet respond responded, no, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you either get the one with the neon green lights or uh -huh. the one with like the pink and white stripes and that's it. <laughs> that's it. So it's two colors. That's it. Yeah. No, it's a, it was pretty difficult to, uh, actually like get one that was normal. This, this is, this is mine. Sorry. Listen you can't see this but it's just it's just a computer chair so you're so you're playing rocket league playing rocket league i also started detroit become Whoa. human 
Oh my god, hell yeah. Did you play this one? No. I'm just always so excited when you play something that I don't know you're playing, A or B, <laughs> that I don't expect you to be playing. It's a thrill Once for again, me. Hey, a free PlayStation game. So I was like, why not? This yeah. guy supposedly is not a good dude who made the game, but I will I will explore his thoughts. It's a David Cage game, right? It's David Cage. Yeah. yeah, there's been some allegations against him. That are not tight, yeah. Yeah, questionable things about David Cage being set, mm-hmm. but game is quite good i enjoy it okay interesting it was it was kind of mixed when it came out so i'm interested to hear your thoughts on this one i mean i haven't gotten to the end so far sure. right so it could totally go in a different direction and be like mm, not so good but yeah. so far i'm i'm enjoying the the game the graphics are amazing mm-hmm. it's kind of just the classic david cage gameplay of oh i'm gonna walk poorly over <laughs> to this area of the house and interact with something and you know do something kind of cool and interesting yeah but nothing like exciting right yeah there's no like huge action sequences or anything <laughs> yeah not not yet at least yeah. so we'll see so yeah it's it's good it's it's engaging it definitely makes you want to keep playing because each level is like a a pretty short vignette with a bunch of different things you can do and pathways you can take and then afterwards it shows you like the pathway you took yeah and then all the other things you could have gone oh, and things you could have seen are like blacked out on it uh-huh. and it'll show you like the stats of like how many people who have played this in the world have done what you did interesting versus like what your friends did yeah. right so you can see like oh i took like a really different path than most people here mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's it's interesting in that way because it gives you that little bit of a social aspect to it yeah but yeah it's it's robots robots taken taking her gerbs yeah sure there's the not all that veiled metaphor going on there yeah yeah there's some some light depiction of domestic abuse yeah so that's hard sure yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) hard to to be involved in an interactive story like this is which is pretty much what david cage games are they're interactive stories Mm -hmm. so you don't have much agency to stop these things when you see them when you see these horrible things happen right so it's sometimes it can be a little brutal in that way Mm -hmm. but it's different it's very different yeah which is why i enjoy his games they're always very unique yeah yeah just fun nice Uh, yeah i'll probably pick this one up because it is free and i've yeah constantly been sort of curious of like is this actually a good game do i want to play this it's good i wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking so far or anything yeah and it can be a little like on the nose with some things Mm -hmm. where it's like oh i'm revealing this super uh mysterious thing or like "Mm, no it's just like (laughs) yeah it's kind of basic it's kind of basic yeah Yeah. so it's kind of it's a little i don't know basic in that in that sense Mm -hmm. but it's good. It's still fun. Nice. Um, anything else? Anything else you're playing? Yeah, I started Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Whoa. Okay. Another shocker. Well. Jesus. <laughs> really coming at me fast with these. Chase had a very good shocked face just now, everybody. It, it took me a second, but I was like, okay. <laughs> it did, yeah. did take you a second. So, yeah. hold on. Odyssey is the one in like Greece, right? Yes. I played a lot of these this games. Is... I should know this, but that's the the, the not most recent one because that is Valhalla. Valhalla is yeah, the most okay, recent yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, so I I bought this a while ago, um, actually, before before I got my PlayStation 5, uh-huh. because it was on sale sure. for the holidays. So I was like, oh, I might as well pick this up. And then once I got my PlayStation 5, I got just totally put on the back burner as I played through like Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls took your body over. Miles Morales and everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. So so yeah, I've been playing. I started that last night. It's, it's very different. I yeah. haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since... Uh, Black Flag. Yeah, a while ago. And I only, I only played the boats in Black Flag. Yeah, I only wanted the boats. Don't give me anything else. <laughs> 
just give me a, a, an Assassin's Creed boat game. That that was amazing. That's pretty much what it was, yeah. But uh, Odyssey is, is good so far. It definitely yeah. has, it feels like a more casual version of like a God of War almost. Mm-hmm. And, and it's presentation and it's RPG, light RPG elements that yeah. it has. Yeah. Still a little empty feeling in the combat, mm-hmm. but better than it was before. Like I just been, I was so burnt out on the Assassin's Creed <laughs> yeah. combat yeah, yeah. after like twenty iterations. So it's nice that they started to do something different, mm-hmm. which is good. And so I finally decided, yeah, I might as well try these new Assassin's Creed games because people seem to like them and say that they're they've changed their ways. So yeah. give it a go and see what happens. Yeah, I, I like Odyssey quite a bit. I think the. I like, uh, first of all, who, who are you playing as in the game? Uh, Cassandra's canon. I'm Cassandra, baby. Yeah, she's definitely the better written version of the two. So is there really like a big difference between the two of them and their stories? Uh, I think like, you know, canonical story-wise, there is there is a little bit of difference. It follows, I think, primarily the same arc. Mm-hmm. Like your role is the same in either one. But Cassandra's voice actor or actress is very good. And like, mm. I think she delivers most of it very well. Sure. So it's, yeah, I, I think Cassandra is much, much better. And, and I feel like I ended up liking her quite a bit by the end of the game. Sure. Yeah, she's just like fun and like cool to be around. Yeah, she seems like a a, a likable character. Yeah, and like seemingly well rounded. Like I, I feel like I kind of knew who mm-hmm. she was without it just you know being kind of boilerplate Assassin's Creed character. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Yeah, I, I think it's a, like a good game. I also had a, a, a similar arc to uh, your playing of Assassin's Creed. I think I did like one and two. I, I liked two quite a bit. I, I think a lot of people did at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kind of. I I had tried Black Flag and couldn't really do it. I kind of fell off. Yeah. I I think I finally got over because I was I was an Assassin's Creed man. Really? Like, I, I was a stan, as Gen Z says, of Assassin's Creed for quite some time. Yeah. I played one, I played two, I played all of Ezio's extra games. The, what the were they? Brotherhood. Uh, Brotherhood yeah. and Revelations. Yeah. I played both of those, and I played three. I did them all. I don't, I don't think I knew this about you. The ending of three was so unsatisfying. <laughs> I've heard this from people. That I just, I just could not afterwards yeah yeah eric my my roommate Mm -hmm. he got a playstation 4 and he got black flag and i started it up and just i didn't i just didn't care anymore i just couldn't care (laughs) i couldn't do it because that ending was just so unsatisfying but the boats man the boats were good the boats were quite (laughs) the boats were good i i I had a kind of a similar experience with black flag the story just felt not weighty at all like it felt like nothing was happening which is like not something that i typically feel in a video game and like i'm also not this is sort of tangential but i'm also not one of the people who like when i watch a television show sometimes you'll hear the complaint like nothing happened in that episode sure i never feel that way but for whatever reason in black flag i was like i have no like an hour or two into the game i was like i don't know who i am i don't know who these people are none of them (laughs) i don't care really about any of them we're singing sea shanties though so it's okay i like that part um (laughs) and that that comes off a little bit meaner than i was expecting it to but like i i I think i was just very disinterested in the whole thing and so i was like you know what i think maybe this isn't isn't for me anymore yeah and so put it I, i i agree put it down 
Um, and I didn't play, uh, what was the first one in this like trilogy right now? Origins. Um, Origins was the one that came out before. Or- Origins, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, I didn't play that one and I picked up Odyssey and it felt very different than what I'd played, like you were saying. And it, like the combat's not super complicated, but it did feel enough of like an update for me to be like, okay, like this is interesting for me to like, you know, f- find it fun to, to fight dudes in this game. Yeah, yeah. And the map is just expansive. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not necessarily in favor of a gigantic map, but I think there's an, enough varying places to go that are like oh this is pretty fun and the story also takes some turns that i was like whoa was not expecting this which one origins or odyssey uh, odyssey odyssey yeah i'm excited i like i like greece greece is interesting to me yeah, yeah. pretty much always being able to be at the being at the battle of thermopylae even though it felt pretty kind of hollow in a way mm-hmm. at the beginning yeah was still fun but yeah yeah was, it, they could have done so much more but i still appreciate that they did it and that i got to experience it yeah it was it, it felt kind of like eye candy like hey you're at the beginning of the video game check it out it's thermopylae yeah you know, it was very much like a hey look at this kind of thing yeah which like okay. you've heard it you remember the game the movie 300 <laughs> yeah. right you also can can one leg kick a, a man right now if you want <laughs> yeah you do the uh, uh the 300 kick that's definitely like from the movie i i definitely find the more interesting parts of odyssey to not be those gigantic moments that they're like thermopylae mm-hmm. but definitely more just like kind of wandering around and like i think they took a lot from breath of the wild of like what's on this tiny little island let me go see what's over there and there's always something there um mm-hmm. so that part mm-hmm. of it i think is is really cool yeah yeah um cool well are you playing anything else uh one last thing i Hell beat yeah. miles morales oh okay cool yeah you had what like kind of fallen off this one a little bit yeah i just kind of i i wanted something that was a little bit more engaging yeah yeah like i really enjoyed the story in miles morales and what i kind of realized is that what really drives me in those spider-man games isn't necessarily the gameplay but the story and the voice acting mm-hmm. which are both just top notch the yeah, characters yeah. the story the voice acting are all really good like the gameplay is is good don't get me wrong like yeah. there's nothing bad about it but it does get repetitive after a yeah, while sure. when you do all these side missions and you know the the open world bloat that happens with yeah, games yeah. always but no the the ending was good it was satisfying it was very cinematic mm-hmm. dramatic engaging interesting story people changed and evolved and became more mature so mm-hmm. that was always good to see characters change in significant ways yeah but then they they that the, the, they got me then they got me at the end because I did all of the things around the city. I did them all <laughs> because I had to unlock all the suits. Yeah, and I felt, I felt dirty afterwards. <laughs> I felt like a dirty, <laughs> dirty man uh, because I told myself I wasn't going to do it. But then I did it. It I happens. Spent, I, I feel like spent a good like four hours <laughs> just trolling through the city, finishing all the side quests you because I needed, I needed that malleable metal suit, baby. <laughs> I needed it. You go wide behind the eyes and just wake up four hours later like, oh, yeah. oh God, I, I have all the suits, but what happened? Where am I? I, need, I needed to get all the dialogue between him and his uncle. True. Between him and his father. Yeah. Between him and Finn. It was good. They got me. And that was that was really, if they hadn't had the voice like snippets mm-hmm. of story in there and yeah, character yeah. development, I don't think I would have done it. Which but is which is I, a testament to the game being good, right? Like they Yeah, I think it's a testament to the game being good and them kinda knowing like what drives people mm-hmm. is really like characters mm-hmm. and the and the voice acting and everything. Yeah, sure. And giving you that little bit of extra with all that. So it was it was still good, but I felt I felt dirty afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like sugar bloated yeah <laughs> i've eaten a much. whole bag of sour patch kids and now i feel terrible <laughs> this had no nutritional value but i loved every second of it <laughs> yeah true. Uh, sweet 
Uh, cool. Any other games? That's it. Cool. What have you been playing? A couple of things. <clears throat> so, uh, more Subnautica. I've definitely been playing that still. Nice. Um, getting farther into it. The game is still very good. Very scary for me personally. Just the, the deep ocean part of it is very terrifying um but i like the game so much that it's it's hard to pull me away from it like i said last week they're they're doing a lot with a story that i think is pretty interesting wasn't something that they did in the first one like there was some story in there but not nearly as much as this so that was it's pretty cool to like wander through it in that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah i just like the game it feels really good to play just on its own so i'm, I'm still enjoying it i don't know i don't know that i have a ton more to say about it but i'm, I'm still in there i have beaten Fire Emblem and the Sacred Stones for the Game Boy Advance. For the RG351P. 351P. Yes. Yes. Hey, we got it. it. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. And I, this was wild. I had this like buried memory of playing this game because apparently I had beaten it when I was a kid, which again, surprising given how difficult this game was, even with like quasi cheats (laughs) that I was using. Um, and uh, I, I remember getting to the last level, and I don't think I'd let anybody die, which is like what was mm. hard about the first playthrough. Again, because if anybody died, I would reset the level and say like, no, I cannot. I still have control here, game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, the last level is hard. Like there, there's a there's a big monster that you got to get. And like, if you didn't know it was coming, it was quite a shock. And like, um, not necessarily because, you know, you didn't know the end of the game was coming, but the dude is tough. And so like, you really got to send your best guys out there to the front. And uh, me and I, I had this memory when I was younger that me and Kyle had developed quite a relationship um, oh. that like he was my number one soldier boy uh, to oh. tell him <laughs> and he like he was my strongest dude by far um, I think usually my strategy in these games was just send Kyle to the front and have him fight <laughs> which worked for most of the game when I was playing it <laughs> Um, but I remember oh, this is going to end a tragedy. Yeah, isn't the it? first time I played it, I remembered so vividly. I sent Kyle to go fight him, and like I couldn't reset because the like levels in two parts, and I didn't want to like uh-huh. have to do it all over again. And I yeah. like got to this position where I was like, the only way I can even do damage to this bad dude is by sending Kyle at him. Kyle's the only one who can even do damage to this monster. And a real Goku of your team. He was no, really, really, he was. Um. <laughs> And I was like healing him from far away, like using my guys to heal him from like 10 spaces out. And uh, he died my first playthrough. Oh, I ended no. up I ended up winning, but Kyle died in the process. Oh, what a what a hero. <laughs> it was he he went down a as guy. a hero, but it felt like a hollow victory. Like I hadn't really achieved victory. I had cheated by sending Kyle to his death. <laughs> the victory turned to ashes in your mouth. Truly. <laughs> truly. Um. And so this time I said, no, Kyle is going to just stay with me in this run. Uh-huh. And uh, long story short, he did. Whoa. Uh, we, I, I, have, I have saved Kyle and uh, over the course of now, I guess, 15 years between the last playthrough. You've read it, you're wrong. I've, I've corrected history. Uh, <laughs> it's like... And it, at the end of the game, there's almost nothing you get, right? Like, there's a little card that shows up at the end for every character, and they're like, they did this. It's like the end of fucking Animal House or whatever. Oh, you didn't get the one for Kyle? He died. The first time oh, he died, and it just no. said, Kyle died. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> but this time, got it. 
What did it say? What happens to Kyle? I have no fucking clue. I think he just turned into a good knight. It didn't even matter. To me, it didn't matter. It just mattered that I got him. He he made it. I like that his name's Kyle. It's a very weird name for a medieval knight. Yeah. Sir Kyle. His green hair. Very cool. Yeah. So that was a... that was a journey for me personally. I was very excited to do that. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So is Kyle. I've also been dipping back into Advanced Wars. This is my... The, my. Ooh, baby. Did you play Advanced Wars? You know this? I did. Interesting. Okay, cool. It. Uh, yeah, I think I bounced over there just because Intelligent Systems did both Fire Emblem and Advanced Wars. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Makes sense. You can see it, right? Like the yeah. little tile-based tactics game. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's good. It's it's shocking to me how good the game looks even now. Like mm. the pixel art is just really, really high quality. The same thing with the the music and the sound. I find like really good. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm shocked. This is this was a Game Boy Advanced game. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's definitely more the the more complicated of the two to me at least. Sure. Um, I feel like Fire Emblem. It's like you can kind of build your uh fight around the people who are the strongest on your team but because advanced wars is like kyle yes kyle there is no kyle in in advanced wars there is only helicopters and tanks and shit and so you really no leveling up so it's just strategy yeah you really do have to kind of figure out a way around the other dude but it's pretty good i'm i'm enjoying it so far i do remember hitting a wall in this game at some point and i'm interested to see where that shows up but again playing it on the rg 351p does make it quite a bit easier because you a can uh if you make a dire misstep you can just be like well that was stupid let me back up real quick Mm. or my my now favorite thing fuck fog of war i don't care about fog of war because what i do is i send a dude out into the fog of war and then Uh if it's like hey there's a guy here normally in the game it would say that guy's turn is over no 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 i will go out (laughs) put my dude there reset i know i now know where it is (laughs) we'll act upon that new information no 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 fog of war now (laughs) it's like i definitely don't feel bad about this it's like absolutely cheating the system, but the game the is- The War is a bullshit mechanic. It's let's, pretty let's hard. Be real. Like, it's be real. The only thing to me that it forces you to do is to memorize where guys are. Yeah. Because there's like, there's some amount of it that's like, okay, I didn't see that person there, which is mm-hmm. now going to make the rest of the level a little bit harder. But most of the time, it's like, that that messed my guys up so badly that I'm, it's going to take me another 10 minutes to come back from this or just I, I need sure. to start the level over. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> I, I just don't feel bad about, like, kind of, you know, gaming the system a little bit. Why not? Why not? Um, so, yeah, it's re- I'm enjoying myself quite a bit. I, I like that game a lot. Yeah. When are they going to make another Advanced Wars? They made, uh, uh, oh, God, what was that game called for Switch? Wargroove is the game I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard about that one. It was pretty good. I think it, it was challenging for other reasons, but it, it, like, definitely captured that same style of gameplay mm. in a pretty good way it, it was hard just because like um if i remember correctly you had to like wipe everybody on the enemy team out and sometimes that was really challenging because you had to just like keep pushing back into the enemy base and so like it was it took longer than i think a lot of people wanted it to but it was still a really fun game and really well made Mm-hmm. so yeah i i do wish they would start that series over but i also don't know what intelligence systems is doing anymore so they may not you know want to do it did they not make the new fire Emblem games um they probably did actually let me see intelligent systems 
Yeah, so they made uh, the most recent Paper Mario, the Origami King. Um, they made, uh, yeah, you're right, Three three Houses, the Fire Emblem game. Mm-hmm. It looks like that, actually, is a lot of it, is Fire Emblem and Paper Mario is what they're kind of bouncing back and forth between. Have they made all the Paper Marios? Um, I think so. Anyway, so yeah, I, I like Advanced Wars. It's a true thing. I have fallen back into playing Persona 5 more. Persona 5, took, all right. Took a little time off. Have you have you beaten it? No. Um, I'm so <laughs> far into this video game. It's... Uh, still very good. Um, I got to a chapter. Let me see. I think I can do this without spoiling anything. But if you're sensitive about Persona 5 spoilers, maybe, you know, tread carefully. Maybe skip ahead 45 <laughs> to a minute. I made it to a chapter where the person whose heart you need to steal, like, requests that you do it. Like, they're like, mm. hey, I want you to come steal my heart because I have these, like, tough things in my past that I want to get over. And it's fucking good. It's very, very good. Like, I feel like Persona, like, it's so easy if you haven't played these games to write them off as, like, just silly anime nonsense. But, like, they're dealing with heavy shit and, like, pretty well, I feel like. There's, yeah. there's always missteps and shit. And, you know, definitely stuff you can point to and say, like, well, that wasn't very good. But uh, they're definitely approaching it in a way where it's, like, this person knows they need help. And like, you know, without the metaphor, they're essentially asking for help from people and the people's like community comes together to help people. So I I thought, I think it's very good. I'm like 40 hours into this game. I don't think I'm even close to beating it. (laughs) (laughs) I am. When is this in the game? It's August. And I think you start in like March or something. It's April or May. April sounds right honestly which is wild because i know it goes until december and then i think in royal there's another semester that you can play through so like i'm not close to beating this fucking video game it is so much are you playing royal right now yeah i am and uh yeah it's just it's so enjoyable like it's every time i I, for whatever reason i'm always i'm a little hesitant to start playing it like i'm like ah it kind of sounds like a lot to like kind of get in there then the minute i do i just like transform into the other space um, <laughs> i am our sin i am thou thou art i i am the gamer persona your gamer persona <laughs> um, the, the rebel persona of your gamer instincts <laughs> it's just so good it's also summer in the game right now Oh, God, the summer vibes. Oh, man, it's so nice. I don't, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know why this, this tickles me in such a way, but whenever I play a video game where the season is not the one that I'm currently in in real life, it just it does something to me. You're just a sad Seattle boy right now, it sounds like. Well, it happens in reverse, too. Whenever I'm playing a game in summer and I play a game that's like deeply... Or when I'm in summer normally and I'm playing a game that's in winter, I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why, but it's it's absolutely a thing. You're very much a grass is always greener kind of guy, huh? Sort of. It's not that I necessarily <laughs> want to escape. Uh, it's just it's so yeah, nice yeah. to to I don't know imagine the contrast or something. Something different, yeah. But like yeah. The, the the juxtaposition. I think so. Like the the moment that got me was that you go back up into your like room with Morgana, um, the cat, and uh, the the window is being left open because it's hot. And there's like a little wind chime in the window. I'm like, fuck yes. I just like caught the vibe of how hot it is in this room. And I love that. He's <laughs> sleeping with like no sheets on, no blankets, just because it's so fucking hot. I'm like, hell mm-hmm. yes, dude. I don't know why <laughs> this gets me going. Like, I feel so hot yeah, right now. Yeah. I love it. It's so strange. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Persona 5, very good. And then the final game that I've been playing is called Little Wood. 
David. L- Little Wood? Little Wood is the name of this what video this? game. Um, Little Wood is a game that I think has been out for a little while on PC, but it, it just recently came out on Switch. Ooh. And it is... Uh, how best to describe it? It's, it's like kind of a life sim game in, in the vein of an Animal Crossing or a Stardew Valley. But it is, uh, it takes it like it takes its own twists on it. But you know, essentially, you're you're playing as a person who the the world has just been saved from some calamity. The dark wizard is what they say. The dark wizard. Yeah, that's cool. You're supposedly the person who did it, but like your memory is gone, so you're not sure. You're the dark wizard. No, you're the you're. The, or you are summoning the dark wizard. You're the hero, essentially, who beat the dark wizard. Oh, but you don't remember. Okay. Um, and so the game starts after the world has been saved and it's like, hey, you need to start a town here. And so like people will just kind of come to your town and show up and be like, hey, this place is sick. I want to live here. Can you build me a house? And you're like, yeah. Um, so you got to go like gather some wood and some stones to build them a house. Uh, and then you have like little relationship meters and shit like that. Man, I wish it was that easy to get a house. Me too. Just like get some <laughs> wood. <laughs> I have chopped hey, down this place three trees. Give me a house. I want a house here. Do you, do you want me to pay? No. There is no payment. I, I will can... do all the work for yeah, you. I got you. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it is pretty enjoyable. Like it it feels like the game designers intentionally took anything that was any amount of friction in Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing and said let's remove all of that. Like it this should play as easily as possible. This is a frictionless surface. It really like yeah. There's there is no friction. You will glide forever if you are pushed on it. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it's re- it's really like enjoyable. I think in that way. To take a couple of examples, like in Stardew Valley, whenever you went to the, did you play Stardew Valley? By the way, haven't played it. I intend to at some point. Okay, sure. It's pretty good. They just came out with another patch on Switch, and it's pretty significant. So it might not be a bad time to get up in there. But mm-hmm. uh, there's there's definitely a lot of work to be done in Stardew Valley. Right, like, oh, this is the Chase Holiday game then. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I've, I have fallen headlong into Stardew Valley before. <laughs> but it is uh, quantifiable, right? Like you have to water your plants to get them to grow and you can sell your plants for money to get more plants and upgrade your farm and all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to go back to one of these examples, whenever you go to the mine in town, you have to run all the way there and then run all the way back um, before it's nighttime, right? Because if you you know are out after nighttime, you'll wake up tired the next day. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, something that Littlewood does is like you can go to places where you can mine essentially or you can, you know, go gather wood or whatever. If if you want to, at any point you can just press B and it'll bring up the menu and you can say go home and it'll just plop you right back in your house. And so there's no time between I would like to leave now and I am back in the house. Like there's just very little of that like in between time sure you know you can you can do farming in this one like you can plant crops you don't really have to water them they just kind of grow and so like you know you can just do it just yeah just do it sounds Uh, great the house doesn't require a lot of like it requires resources but like other than that you just put it wherever you want to Mm -hmm. Um, you can move anything anytime that's a big thing that's like stands in stark contrast to animal crossing like Mm. animal crossing it takes a lot of money to move anything like anybody's house takes forever you have to go through this whole dialogue and like it takes a long time really um yeah no it's very very difficult to do not only that it takes a day like you have to go tell them pay them and then the next day they will move their house like actual full human day whoa Um, whereas in this one it's literally a menu you just click move and then you can pick it up and put it somewhere else And so, like, it makes it really easy to be like, oh, I have more people in my town now. 
I want to completely redo this place and do it over again. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. Like it takes like 20 minutes to like completely change the layout of your town, um, which is fun because another one of the me- mechanics in there is that uh, all of the villagers that you have um, will start to like, if you build them, I think it's a desk. You can check to see like what, what they want in their house. Mm. And it's either like, I want this kind of bed or I want this kind of bookshelf or I want to be this close to this person's house or I want to be this close to the marketplace. Um, and so there's a lot of like tuning and changing and like, yeah, fine tuning that, you know, when, when you actually accomplish these things, it gives you a little bit of money to help you out. And then I haven't gotten anybody to like their finished state, but I'm assuming it will give you something cool, mm-hmm. which is very dark cloud, which I love. Very cool. You do love dark cloud. Love me some dark cloud. And that's love like dark cloud. The, the city building part of dark cloud was very much that of like, I want my house to be pointed at the sunrise in the morning, or I want it to be surrounded by this much water or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's cool to see somebody like engaging with that, that older of a mechanic. I, I will sort of say that it ends up, I, I want this to not come off bad because I don't think it's a bad thing, but it ends up feeling a little bit less significant than in Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, just I think because it is so frictionless. Mm. Like because you can do these things so quickly, it's like kind of takes the uh, the edge off of it a little bit. Yeah. Which takes the impact away. A little bit, which is sort of a weird thing to say because like the the Animal Crossing stuff to me is very frustrating. Like um, the UX of it is not necessarily all that good. I still love Animal Crossing. Like, that's nothing against the game. But um, it is frustrating in that way. Whereas this one is, like, nearly the spiritual opposite of that. And it, it does kind of lessen the impact a little bit. Like, not having to run back to your house. Not having to, like, you know, wait to change all these things. It it just allows you to engage with the me- mechanics directly. And I think, like, who was I hearing talking about this? Like, somebody was talking about, I think it was... Um, Toriyama Miyazaki yeah Miyazaki you're right uh I think so Miyazaki was talking about how there's like a lot of slow moments in a lot of the Studio Ghibli movies like Uh moments that don't necessarily add to the plot a lot like you know yeah just like riding on the bus or like sitting on a train or something like that Mm -hmm. and it's those sort of slow moments that add to this contrast of the big moments right like you don't get the big moments without the slow ones and i think there's something to be said for not necessarily friction in video games but sort of like you know slowing the game down just a little bit because it like i'll play it for an hour and be like jesus that like a lot just happened (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and uh, it can start to feel very mechanics driven, whereas I think life sims typically thrive on the slower moments, right? Like getting to know your villagers and getting to like really engage with the town. But th- that's absolutely not to say I'm not enjoying this game. I really, really like it. It's just something mm-hmm. that I've noticed while playing it. Yeah. Yeah. You need the you do need that contrast and mm-hmm. effort to make something feel significant. And sometimes if you streamline too much, you lose that a little bit. Right. Like, I don't think it's this at all. But like, you know, it's like getting closer to where you just press the win button, right? And I don't think that's really the point of the game in the first place. I think most of the point is like allow you to create this really nice and relaxing town. And it it's does focusing more on creation than anything else. Yeah, it seems. and like that's totally cool, right? Like it's it's maybe getting closer to something like The Sims or something, where um, you know the act of creation is a really big part of that part of that game. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. You know, I've I've heard from people who have played a ton of it that it does slow down a little bit and. I think that's okay. Like, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. So if, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got a spare couple of bucks and uh, you want to grab this little indie game and you like Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, give it a go. Give it a go. This will all bring me to my optimistic thing of the week, David. Let's hear it. It is day off gaming. 
I think we've talked a little bit about this before with like sick day gaming, but I want to talk about specifically day off gaming. Uh Uh-huh. Let me hear it. I took a day off today. You took a day off today? I took a day off today. On a a Thursday? On a Thursday, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's a... that's a funky day to take off, baby. Um, I have, I've nearly hit the cap of vacation at work. You got to use them days. Yeah, because they don't pay you out. They, you just start losing days. They don't pay you out? No. So. Oh, damn, dog. So if you hit the cap and you start accruing more, sorry, those days are gone. But I'm like, no, no, no. I will just take a Thursday off, I think. It's, it's A, so nice. I woke up at like a normal time just because like M was up and like the dogs were hungry. I was like, okay, I'll just like get up. Cleaned uh-huh. the house for like three fucking hours. It was spotless. And then sat down at like noon and was like, it's persona time. And played like six straight hours of persona. Six hours of most, persona. Most of the day today was persona five. Dag. I oh my god, I love this. Day off gaming is the best. It is pretty good. When like there is no there's nothing else I need to be doing right now. The the house is clean. I've taken the time at work. It's not like I'm slacking or like doing something weird or anything like that. I have today off. There's nothing to do. And it's time to game. Had these oh, yeah. a lot had these a lot more in like school, right? Like it's much easier to yeah. take like a, a mental health day or something and just not be at school. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit harder in the adult world, but uh yeah, sometimes you just take the day off and play fucking video games. It's the shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything fueling your sense of optimism awesome. this week, David? I do. Tell me, please. It's television. It's television. Whoa, yeah. I mean that's a pretty critical part of the gaming experience. As in like a television inside of the game that is not what i thought tell tell me so you know how in some games in your apartment or on the street Mm -hmm. you can stop and watch Watch television yeah and like watch their little silly shows that Mm -hmm. they create for the game i love that stuff i love it eat it up it's very good yeah i don't know why but it's just (laughs) it's just i i gotta watch i gotta flip through every channel and I got to sit there until I see every little thing that they put into it. I got to see how realistic their TV shows are <laughs> and their news broadcasts are. Sometimes they're very good. Like in-universe broadcaster, high quality. Sometimes it's pretty detailed. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, it was, recently it was uh, Detroit Become Human has yeah. a lot of TVs in it. Sure. And you can then watch broadcasts and little shows they have going on. Mm-hmm. And I just thought back to you know all the fun games that have had television channels in them most yeah. you know, the thinking of really of gta right yeah gta uh, is has heavy good, with in universe yeah, television yeah has some good ones and then also control had those weird uh oh was yeah it threshold kids or something like that was that yeah. what it was yeah there was uh, i can't remember exactly the name but yeah you're right it was so it was messed up like <laughs> real messed up like creepy stuff yeah but still real good like weird creepy kids tv show control also had that like the neat recordings that the like uh scientist would do too of like here's my research video and he'll like just kind of step in front of the camera and talk for a little uh, while oh yeah dr darling <laughs> yeah 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 those were really good um, those were real good very yeah. well made and like i it's i also it's so unsettling and i know that people do this on purpose it's so unsettling seeing real actors in video games like physical human beings <laughs> yeah. doing it. It's just like, oh my god, like why yeah. I was like looking at it like, is that a real man? Oh god. Yeah, because oh god, yeah, it's it's a little bit frightening. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. Yeah, I, I feel like I at some point just put GTA's television on on my television and just like watched <laughs> for a while. 
Yeah. This was also when I was in high, like high school. I presume to think that a lot of these things would not age super well. But at the time, I was quite quite enter- entertained. Yeah, GTA has some questionable things in it, but yeah. Um, do you want to move on to our main thing, David? Let's do it. Cool. So this is our 50th episode Mm -hmm. and something we do at video game podtimism, if we don't make this clear or our actions don't make it clear (laughs) is we, uh, we try to find the fun, the good in any, any game, right? Mm -hmm. Our, our show is not about dunking on video games or, uh, not about being shitty to games that we don't like. That is not us. No, we are looking for ways for the game to dunk on us. Yeah, I please dunk please on me. Dunk on me, video games. <laughs> I'd love it when a game dunks on me, and I'm just totally posterized by their by their intelligence and creativity <laughs> with, with their facts and logic. Um, Gets me going. That's my favorite aha song, actually. Oh, dunk are we doing this again? Dunk on me. <laughs> dunk, dunk on me. On me. Dunk. <laughs> Dunk me on is a little bit more challenging of a phrase. Yeah. (laughs) Dunk on me, I get. Dunk me on. I don't necessarily Mm. want to partake in that. that Come on, dunk me on, baby. Uh, Yeah, it feels a little icky. Come on, just take my hand. Just take my hand and dunk me on. And dunk, ugh. Dunk me on. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we try very hard to find the fun. And so we thought for our, our 50th episode that we would push, push our podtimism skills to the limit because normally we're playing video games that we pretty much know we're going to like, or maybe know that, you know, it's not maybe our cup of tea, but we'll find something in it. Um, yeah, but we've chosen to unlock our potential. (laughs) Yeah. Our our latent ability. Raditz will beat up our dad and we'll like, (laughs) and we'll, uh, come (laughs) crashing out of a pod with our head to hit who's our video game dad is it kratos is it is it uh joel is it i think hideo is my video game dad oh shit you're right (laughs) if we're talking real real human people i don't know who the my like fictional video game dad is though maybe that's a future episode yes no let's not burn that content now father's day episode hey (laughs) coming up (laughs) so We've uh, chosen a game. We're going to have what I assume to be kind of a, a, a more straightforward conversation about it. This normally when we do a, a modern video game, it's sort of the fart sniffing conversation. But I think we'll, we'll probably just walk through our journey to find the fun in this game. <laughs> um, the journey to the fun. We're, of course, talking about Farming Simulator 2K19. <laughs> 2K, 2K19 sells you Beats headphones. <laughs> Makes you it, uh, uh, a, a, uh, a John Deere salesman. <laughs> yeah, a representative comes out and makes you <laughs> memorize all the facts about John Deere's tractors. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. Um, yeah, I had very little interest in playing this video game other than the fact that I did not understand it. Yeah, like same. Yeah. I just also the trailer made it look very yeah. engaging. <laughs> no, you, you watched that trailer, you right? You mentioned this last time and I was like, I don't know, like I, I don't know about this, but god damn, if you haven't watched it, listener, you should go watch the uh, Farming Simulator 2019 trailer. It looks so fun. 
holy shit if we talking about vibes on the podcast yeah dude that vibe was you become a horseman farmer you become the legend made of straw <laughs> you become the legendary farmer john deere himself and you farm the <laughs> shit out of this farm it's wild if you're just a big old man farmer <laughs> just farming everything he's got like a fl- you farm the world he's got like a fleet of tractors at some point like flying through <laughs> his corn fields that was the funniest part yeah. was that it starts with one tractor and it's like playing like the country rock music and then like a little montage later it's like four tractors all in unison and it's just like the music's louder all i can think of is the home depot hold music do you know what i'm talking about no total banger it's a it's a hit on tiktok so that's the only reason i know oh i know what you're talking about i do know that music and then it has like the the voiceover at home depot we'll find any paint that you want we'll cut any two by four to any straight to any size that you want we have any light fixture you want yeah so no the the trailer to uh farming simulator had huge home depot theme song vibes (laughs) (laughs) farm depot yeah pretty much pretty much for maybe anybody who hasn't played this game which like i assume is probably a fair amount of people um most i would yeah you've probably seen this video game before but like i had very little idea about what was actually in this video yeah you've probably seen it in the bargle bin at some point in your life (laughs) yeah i would think the digital maybe the physical bargle bin (laughs) because this is farming simulator 19 we're talking about there's been 18 of these other bad boys circulating out there i think 10 i think they're just tracking by years oh really came out in 2008 yeah that's disappointing but anyways <laughs> their pedigree isn't as, as yeah as up to i'm not snuff. as impressed anymore <laughs> um okay so i i tried to boil down a lot of things here um so sort of correct me or jump in when you feel like it's you know not not quite accurate sure so firstly like what even is a simulation game because this definitely falls into that category i think typically like most simulation games um the game is built in a way that tries to emulate the mechanics of something in real life like as close as they possibly can or like you know in in the ballpark yeah and this usually means like some kind of pretty like deep mechanics and a little bit less of reliance on like gamification and like narrative and stuff like that they do have them right but Mm -hmm. i think that your classic um simulation game is lighter on story and more tied to the mechanics of the video game yeah I, i would agree with that cool I, I think, you know, typically people will usually point to like SimCity or Flight Simulator or even like The Sims as like pretty classic simulation games. Yeah. Gran Turismo. Yeah, I think that's true for like a driving, a driving, driving simulator, simulator. Yeah. Right. That doesn't have a storyline. It just has you go and you drive, race. Baby. That's it. I mean, just drive. Depending on how you drive them cars, there might be a story to tell. That's a good girl. Whoa, Arthur Morgan, where did you come from? Got a relationship with my Honda Civic. My my goodness, okay. <laughs> the Honda Civ. Yeah, dude. I understand, I understand. So there's a lot of different games. I like kind of dove into the wiki of simulation games for a little while, just to kind of like root around and see what was going on there. There's yeah. a lot of these kind of video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like potentially is one of the first kind of video games, I feel like. Um, I think that's a pretty easy thing to do when you're starting to design video games in the first Just place. Just make it like life. Sure. Yeah. Try and emulate something. So there's a bunch of different genres. One of them, and I think this is kind of the bulk of the games, is construction and management simulations. So this 
typically involves like a lot of economic management. And like, so the one of the earliest examples was this game called Hammurabi, which is this like text based strategy game that came out in 1968. Very old. <laughs> this video. 68. Game. Yeah. And again, it's just text based. There's no visuals here. It's just explaining to you what's going on. It's like a, a yeah, strategy game. Yeah. And then kind of after that, the next big one was this game called Utopia, um, which came out on Intellivision in 1982. So again, kind of another television. Uh, another uh, early protogenic uh, uh, sim game. Yeah. This one was a little bit more visual based, but still compared to like what's out now, pretty primitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you start once you move into like the 90s, you start getting into stuff like SimCity, um, which is a lot more familiar I think the uh, to the general audience. Yeah, the city builder, right? Which is a, a, a kind of a good segue, but there's subgenres here too, and it's city building is like the main one, right? Like SimCity and mm-hmm. city skylines and all that sort of shit is like a big, big, big part of this genre. Oh yeah, which I know you're familiar with. <laughs> Gotta have a good energy crisis, baby. <laughs> Ain't nothing gets you feeling like you're alive like an energy crisis. <laughs> gets the people going. It's provocative. Gets the people going. The next sort of subcategory is colony management, is what Wiki said. So things like... Uh, <laughs> like jolly good England. <laughs> uh, they, they specifically called out Dwarf Fortress, um, Oxygen Not Included, and then the Frostpunk, the game that I played last year, um, is, uh-huh. is another one of them, which I liked quite a bit. I liked Frostpunk. Okay. And then uh, the one that I think a lot more people will be familiar with is the business simulation and tycoon-based simulations. Mm. So like... Uh, uh, theme park sims game dev story railroad tycoon like the um, zoo tycoon all those sort of games like yeah. uh, fall fall here there's also I, I didn't know anything about this the factory simulation games factory sims this is uh, like factorio satisfactory and the, the dyson sphere program i knew nothing about these video games the dyson sphere program yeah. <laughs> did dyson make a video game it's like big buck hunter but for dyson <laughs> You shoot vacuums. <laughs> you shoot lesser vacuums to replace them with Dysons. <laughs> but for real, Dysons a good vacuum. I have a Dyson. I, I do. This thing, I, this thing rips. I do this too. Those things be sucking. The uh, the other the last category in this subgenre was government simulation games. Um, it's like Tropico and uh, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms or Diplomacy. <sighs> another video game i just love the name the romance of the three Kings. it's very good there's something so powerful <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that phrase <laughs> it's so good it's very good i do i do like the title yeah so backing up a little bit out of the sort of like construction and management sims you get to uh like life sims so the sims the the sims is yeah the i think the the easiest example but like animal animal crossing stardew valley and then littlewood as well the the earlier examples here was this game uh called little computer people um this came out in 1985 which is like it's pretty similar to the sims as far as like what the game is doing uh-huh. but just you know very very uh early and very uh not basic but it's it's less complicated than than what was going on in the sims sure so yeah and then and then you get to stuff like sports sims right so like pong is the earliest example of a sports sim. It's emulating tennis. Right? Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. And uh, you know, it's in in sports sim sims specifically. There's different takes usually on like what part of the sport is simulated. Sure. Like you know, in, in Madden, that's getting kind of closer to an actual sports sim. Um, but something like, mm-hmm. you know, what is it, football manager or something like that, where you're like managing the team rather than like literally playing the game. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of this sort of genre of game. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like there's there's a lot of crossover between these two. Like it's not like, you know, you're just one of these. Uh, however, in 
in trying to find the fun in uh farming simulator farming simulator jesus my brain just stopped uh in farming simulator (laughs) i was trying to Uh boil down what makes these games fun right because i i like i've enjoyed a lot of these games you'd like i i know we're crazy about city skylines i am literally crazy about it (laughs) when i play it yeah and so i think boiled down normally that like these list of video games i was looking at the the value of them to me felt like most simulation games add a level of access to some part of life that i currently don't have access to sure so like uh flight simulator i don't have access to flying a plane i cannot do that not a pilot pilot. yeah Mm -hmm. city skylines i am not the king of a city and can't completely change how it works whatever right (laughs) the king (laughs) you are the king it's true you're control of all the finances and planning unilateral decision making yeah it is just kind of like modern day uh city state king correct yeah is really what the game is yeah yeah or you know madden i am not i'm not a footballman I'm not a professional footballman. Even though your name is Chase Footballman Albie. <laughs> that Chase Sports Albie, it's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even down to something like The Sims, right? Like The Sims is, is emulating very normal and real life, but there's parts of it that are uh, different, right? Like I can't live two lives at the same time, but The Sims kind of offers that, right? Mm-hmm. You can get this mm-hmm. alternative space that you can go in and influence. But I, I think the, the quintessential part of these Sims is that usually there is some important modification present. So so for flight sims, no one is in danger. That's very important. <laughs> Especially for Chase. Especially for me. And also, uh, there are very few rules about how you can fly the plane, right? Like sure. you can just fucking land it or fly it or go wherever or fly to your house and like the FAA is not coming no, after you. No, nothing is wrong. Yeah. There. Like we were saying with City Skylines, like you're you are the the uh, the monarchy. You get to choose whatever you want. There's no like local committees. They get to weigh mm-hmm. in on how things get made. You just do it. And in something like The Sims, like I, I think uh, the the draw there as far as like modifications go is time is really compressed. You get to live yeah. life very quickly. There's not real life issues like uh, sexism or racism or like income gap or war, famine. Like there's, there's none of that. Everyone's on an equal playing field. You're just vibing. You just get to yeah. vibe in Simtown. So like a beautiful, beautiful place. These modifications make it a lot easier to like be in these spaces. Which, why why don't we start talking about Farming Simulator? (laughs) Let's hear it. Let's do it. Because I think initially it was challenging to me. Like this, this game was not, even in the description, I was like, I don't... (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this very much. Yeah. I once I, I I got really legitimately excited from the trailer. Me too. Yeah. Like I was ready yeah. to farm Me too. at that point. Like whoever made that trailer needs a, needs raise. a raise. Yeah. Needs a raise for <laughs> sure because they did a damn good job making Farming Simulator 19 seem wildly Dang. entertaining. Yeah, very good video game. Yeah. It's just like this or God of War. What's what's better? Yeah, which one? Who knows? Pick your fancy. It's either one's going to be a thrill. Pretty much. Pretty pretty much. So how we we've both played a you know not a ton of this video game, but I think enough to kind of catch you know what's what's going on here. Yeah. What was your sort of initial reaction when you started playing this video game? That it was a lot of reading. <laughs> yeah, overwhelming amounts of information. An overwhelming amount of information talking about things that. I don't even know what they are. Um, and then going into the help menu and learning about other things that I don't know what they are either. Yes. Feeling very stressed out about that. <laughs> and then realizing how slow things move. <laughs> 
and how yeah. precisely I have to control my tractor yeah. to make nice clean lines and so I don't have to back up and go over a small patch of, of unplowed field again, yeah. which t- takes takes a while. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's monotonous. Yeah, I guess and then and then driving my, my crop to town, I was like, Wow, this is actually kind of a large map. Yeah, no, and it then does, I realized it I could <laughs> realize it couldn't go more than nine miles an hour. <laughs> I was slow. like, "Wow, very slow." This is a very large map now, <laughs> even bigger than I thought. Yep, yep. <laughs> Those were my initial thoughts and feelings. Yeah, I, I was in a similar place. I did the tutorial. Yeah, and it is uh, doesn't make it all that much clearer. It's definitely easier. I sort of know what to do a little bit, but like, yeah, it is mechanically very dense. It is. I think yeah. like with other sort of simulation games, I think I normally have a very defined goal in mind like Mm -hmm. with something like gran turismo it's literally a race right like you just go around the track until you you do it right that's it's Mm -hmm. very easy to understand what the goal is there even with something like uh, a flight sim i think like you can actually do the flight right like you can fly from one place to another but usually my goal in those video games is to just get up in the sky and like fly around a little bit sure it's not necessarily to like you know be be a good pilot Mm -hmm. whereas with this one it's like i knew that i needed to make crops but like <laughs> how to do that was so how, di- how do how i to farm do- <laughs> though <laughs> dude i needed to go back to farming school i had no idea how to do it and like yeah it's uh, like the tutorial explained it to me a little bit but like you know i think reading it and then trying it i like got to the end of it it felt like math right like i studied it and then the test came along and i'm like wait what like <laughs> what a- what is this asking me to do i don't understand Dude, it took me so long to just lower my plow into <laughs> yeah, the dude. ground. Yeah, no, that I was a problem. I did not remember how to lower my plow. There was no prompt on the screen of yeah. like, oh, this is how you lower the plow. Mm-hmm. I was stuck. I was just rolling over my, my empty crops, my already harvested crops, yeah. not doing anything. Yep. And I was like, there should be like a visual change in this, shouldn't there be? And I went through like the whole field. I went through the whole field. <laughs> It didn't do anything. Yeah. I wasted so much time. That's money, baby. That's money. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that in this video game. And I think initially that's why I sort of was having a hard time with it is that the game feels very similar to what I do at my job that like, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to do that. We're like, it's sort yeah. of dense and I need to like really dig in to how the mechanics of something work to, yeah. to like get the result that I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of the first time I played Madden. Yeah. No, very uh, similar feeling. The- first Madden I played, I I didn't really watch football all the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just had to learn. I just had to I just had to kind of go learn as I go. Yeah. But even that was easier than this. Farming is complicated, <laughs> man. That's some hard stuff. I th- That's some hard stuff. Even with football though, you know if you're doing it right or wrong. <laughs> like Yeah, there's there is an immediate feedback okay i got intercepted there that That's was not, the wrong thing not the to way do. to do it i don't know how these cops are going to turn out i don't know if my soybeans are going to be successful That's the things you have to wait you have to wait a while i gotta wait i gotta <laughs> wait maybe these soybeans are gonna mess me up yeah. like a year down the line who knows i i, I, I don't have know no idea yeah i don't know i got canola oil got canola and i got soybeans growing yeah i don't know if those are the right things to grow yeah the- i don't i don't know what the tariffs are going to be like from china Soybean producers are getting messed up nowadays from the tariffs. That's just a fact. I think that's... I don't want to end up like them. (laughs) 
<laughs> got a lot of this game gives me anxiety chase is what i'm getting i at. mean like genuinely there's <laughs> i think not knowing what the right thing to do is challenging yeah in very very challenging in, yes like there are games that are like that i think stardew valley is a very uh, a very good analog for me because there's not necessarily a right thing to do in stardew valley mm. you cannot farm you won't have very much money but you don't have to farm like nothing in the game yeah. says you need to do this and so you can sort of define for yourself like well i kind of like the villagers i'm gonna go talk to them um mm-hmm. or like i like mining that's fun for me i'm gonna do that or i like fishing yeah. i want to catch all the fish or anything like that mm-hmm. and so even when there's not necessarily like a goal that's defined for you there are things you can attach to very quickly that make a lot of sense where a farming simulator is get the fuck on the boat or don't dude and like yeah. but but i don't know how to they, d- they don't they don't mess around no but also i don't know how to do these things <laughs> like yeah the, the problem isn't getting on the boat it's like i don't know how to walk <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't even know. I'm laying on the ground. I don't know how to get up or even look at the boat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just so far from there. And so there's like, there's a lot of learning that has to be done, which again, isn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing because there's a lot of learning to be done in Dark Souls, but that game is really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe if I was that good at farming simulator, maybe I would like it um, or like it more because sure. there is something in here that I do like, but I think initially it was very challenging and just how much information it was throwing at me. Yeah. I like went to the the like tractor store in town, which sidebar, hold on before we get too far. I was shocked that this game was in first person. Absolutely shocked. <laughs> you start it and it's like, it like starts you on a hill in first person. I'm like, wait, what? Like looking over your looking over your beautiful farm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, for whatever reason, I thought this was like a third person game that I would do, and just sometimes I'd be able to go into first person and like drive or something. But it's like literally yeah. a first person farming. This video. is a <laughs> simulator chase. So shocked. Please, I don't know why that took me aback, but like in the notes that I have, that's the first one I have is like this is a fucking first person video game. Excuse me. It's like that. It's like when you get off the plateau and. Breath of the Wild, and the world opens up in front of you. Like, Whoa. like oh my god! There's a lot more of this video game than I thought Whoa. there was. Also, quick sidebar: yeah. aviators invest, yes or no, for your character? Oh, the fucking character creator. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went, I went vest. I definitely went vest. I think mm-hmm. I went no aviators, and I think I went hat. I think I went baseball hat. I went all three. Oh wow! Hardcore farmer. Vest, aviator, hat. I'm not here to do anything but farm, baby. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Got your farm outfit on. Got my farm outfit on. Anyways, Anyways um, continue. The character creator is wild. There's like four things you get to pick from. It's like male or female, vest or no, the color of your shirt, and then are you wearing a hat or not, and then maybe glasses. <laughs> it's it's wild. Um, are they did have a bunch of different hats though? Did you see how many hats? No, they I wasn't had? the first one who clicked that one. I was answering. They had they had literally every single farming brand kind of hat there had to have least been like 50 or 60 oh different hats you could have chosen it's from. Excessive. it was overwhelming i didn't know any of these brands <laughs> no absolutely not i i do wonder like if anyone is familiar with this world if this is like the shit for them if they're just like oh my god like all the brands i know and love it has like a nine out of ten on steam that's the thing is like i think a i do want to note i should have said this up front i know this game is not for me like absolutely there is a target audience and i am well outside of that circle i'm a city slicker liberal boy even still (laughs) right like i think 
you know, I don't play a trucking simulator for the same reason, right? Like, I think monotony sure. in video games is something that I don't always jive with. Even though you love a good list. I do love a good list. So, again, I was I was a little bit surprised that I wasn't more into this game, um, just initially, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that track with what I would like, right? Like the, the sense of accomplishment, like building something, having it kind of feel like work. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I uh, I drove into town to get a tractor and um, mm -hmm. was like there looking at the tractor and it is just absolutely overwhelming. There are so many different kinds of things. I have no idea which one I actually need. I don't know how much uh -huh. power in a tractor I'm going to need. I'm like, okay, well, let me just go look at the plows first. <laughs> so I go over and look at the plows. Again, same problem. There's like a hundred of them. I'm like, what do I need here? <laughs> so I, I think the learning curve is particularly intense in this game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think like, you know, I, I got some things growing eventually. It took a little bit of time and a little bit of doing. Same. But uh, yeah. was able to grow a couple of things, which was fun. Like I, I liked that, that sense of, you know, accomplishment there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I like the sense of a freshly plowed field. It feels good. And like all the good. nice symmetrical lines through it. Mm. <laughs> Job well done. So let's let's turn on our Podtimism engines. Let's turn on yeah. our Podtimism tractors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to start or do you want you to start? Because there was a moment that it shifted for me. Like I can point to it. I don't know if I have a moment. Okay. But I did really enjoy listening to EDM music while I plowed a field. Yes. Yeah. That was enjoyable. It, the, uh, Farming Simulator 2019 is a bad name for this game. It should be called Meditation, the video game. Yeah. That's what this yeah. video game is. And I did not realize that that's what the, the draw of these video games were. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's very slow. Like, it almost in a way reminded me of Red Dead Redemption and like mm -hmm. the pace. But yeah. even, but like if, if, if Red Dead Redemption is a, like a simmer, this is just barely on. It's, this it's, is a, like almost it's a lighter nothing. under a, a cauldron of water. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure my horse in Red Dead went faster than this tractor I drove <laughs> to town so did. They're, They're so slow. They're so exceedingly slow. slow. So slow. Yeah. And I definitely started just getting lost in my own thoughts as I was plowing mm -hmm. and sowing these fields. And I was just like thinking about my life. <laughs> that's deeply okay so yeah i'm on the same page here what i like i'm almost glad that it didn't have a story like red dead was frustrating for me because i couldn't get to the the part of the game that i liked the most um mm -hmm. i like the story part of red dead and i like experiencing that there's there's no story in here and so it's it's it, again it feels so much like meditation where like the point is not to be entertained at every moment it's to just mm -hmm. literally be right now and that was so much more enjoyable in this game. So the moment that uh, like literally shifted my perspective on this, I was like following a guide. Like somebody on YouTube was like doing this game and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this too. <laughs> and so I'm just taking every action that he is. And so like, he's like, okay, we got to drive to town. I'm like, okay, fuck. Like it's going to take like 20 minutes for me to get over there. Um, and so we do that. I'm like frustrated. We go over there. We like, he, he looks at tractors for like 15 minutes. I'm like, just buy one, please. Dude. It's like, I'm begging you. You go through yeah. this like oddly realistic small town i don't know if like this this stuck out to you but like having driven through a lot of california and a lot of tiny little farming towns oh my god this place it, felt yeah like a real very real place 
I felt it. I'm like, I definitely sped down this road before one time and probably people <laughs> thought I was an asshole. Yeah. So yeah, that was very realistic for me at that point. <laughs> like just the the like placement of buildings and sort of the uh the topography of the like literally the hills and shit just like feel, felt yep. so real. It felt like a like like north of uh like NorCal yeah. on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it is by the beach. Yeah. At least the place that I was. So yeah. it felt very familiar in a way, which was strange. Yeah. Anyway, so I was I was getting my gear with this dude and we're driving the tractor back to the farm, just snail's pace. I'm going so slow. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, I'm kind of staring at him, what, like playing the game. He's not saying very much. I, nothing's going on. We're just driving back. I'm in the exact same place he is. And like, he doesn't say a lot for a while, and then we're both driving, and he says, it's sunny out today. And, like, my eyes soften, and my breathing slows, and I, like, look at the game and the tractor, and I'm like, it is sunny. It's nice out here. And he doesn't say anything for like the next two minutes as we're driving. And I'm just sort of like in first person humming along in this fucking tractor. And I was like, oh you my found god. It. This is so nice. I found it. <laughs> it's so hard to get there, but like Jesus, this game every now and then just has these moments where it's like begging you to slow down and be like, I know we're doing the farming thing. I know that it's like the the point is to make more money and automate it and shit like that. But to me, the the very best part of this game is the slow mm-hmm. and very quiet parts of it. That is genuinely not a thing I get in video games all that often. Um, video games are very much meant to entertain i think a lot of the time and like is trying to tell you something specifically but i think there there is a value in monotony and the Mm -hmm. like lack of mechanics sometimes because it forces you to do this it forces you to slow down and breathe and sort of like hang out for a little while which is so which is harvesting something right now (laughs) chill out yeah exactly no like that's the thing like i think i'm just i'm so used to playing video games where the point is up front and center right like the story's the point mm-hmm. or the mechanics of the point are like you're doing something at all times um and it's very uncomfortable playing a game that gives you very little by way of instruction it gives you mm-hmm. not very much to chew on there is no fucking story stories like, you it's just not there Right, like the 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 lack of content, the white space in this video game is so much more important than the actual content of it, which is so again so bananas. It's thinking on a different level, kind of, yeah. And like I, you know, I don't know if that's their intent, but I kind of feel like they have to know this. That's just farming. <laughs> that's the allure yeah, of the countryside. It's, it's art it's what, imitating it's that, life. It maybe wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know if it was their intent, but it's just what yeah. it is. You know, that's kind of what I got at. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just, it's a slow game. You're just supposed to do the thing, mm-hmm. go about your business. You're not supposed to do anything necessarily quick. Yeah. You're supposed to be efficient, but not quick. And you're just supposed to, to do the work. Yeah. And get it done and take pride in your work, Chase. <laughs> so crazy, dude. <laughs> um, I was uh, 
there's this uh, musician called John Cage. He's like kind of a modern uh, composer, I think. And uh, he, I think he's the dude who wrote the song that is just like four minutes of silence. That's not a song. It, isn't it though? It's just four minutes of silence on an audio track? 433. Um, it is a, that's the name of the song. It's four minutes and 33 seconds. This is very heady and very like artsy fartsy, but um, was the the intent of the song is that uh, nobody plays anything for four minutes and thirty three seconds, and that's one of the songs he plays. Mm-hmm. And uh, the intent is to listen to the audience that that is the song, yeah. Whatever they're doing, just kind of sitting in silence and coughing and muttering and all that sort of stuff. Like that's that's the point is to listen to the audience, um, mm. which is very easy to cast off as like no, that's not music, right? I think it's a little bit easier. To to think of something like Breath of the Wild, where in it, I just listened to, uh, again, in, into the Aether's podcast where they talk about um, like music and video games and how effective Breath of the Wild's music is because it'll give you four minutes of nothing. Like there are, there is literally not a single bit of music and then you crest mm-hmm. over a hill and like three piano keys play and you're like, oh yeah, that was effective. Yep. Like the, the white space of that song made the other like just little bit very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels very similar to me here, just like to, to the nth degree with Farming Sim mm-hmm. that the silence is the point. The lack of like the slowness of it is, yeah. is the point. Totally. Just it's so strange it's it, this is not the game that i was expecting it to be it reminds me of i'm gonna bring it back to band please my band boy days yeah mr glazer always said you play the rests yeah no definitely you play like, the rest it is part of it you have to be intentional with that is yeah with it yeah that is you're intentionally not playing because it's gonna make everything else work together yeah yeah and right? it, it it does like it it really takes a second like i said like i had to put like probably four hours into this video game before i was able to just like set into relaxing mm-hmm. and i think that that may be more of a statement about me than it is the video game <laughs> um what the seattle city life has done to your brain i mean genuinely right like i i i try and fill my day with something all, mm-hmm. all the time there's always something going on and usually if i'm you know doing any sort of like actual meditation i have to carve that time out and sometimes it can feel hard to get mm-hmm. even 10 minutes of just like i'm not going to do anything yeah but uh this one I, I i wanted to be doing something but when i sort of like let go of the gas there it was much easier to play this game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so weird this <laughs> This is not what I was expecting. You have to change your your outlook on life to play this game <laughs> in a way, you know? You have to change your, your inner heart to be able to enjoy Farming Simulator. I can't believe it. At least it. we do. And yeah, maybe somebody's <laughs> just like, oh, I love it. Like, the farming yeah. is the best. But, like, mm-hmm. the definitely the thing that I am taking from this is not the mechanics of Farming Simulator. I still don't know how to do it. I made, like, one plot Same. and sold it. And I was, I was like, hell yeah, okay. Felt accomplished. Yeah. I still don't know what, like, 80% of my farm does no absolutely i got like my three plots and that's it i'm like (laughs) this is all i know yeah good lord so so wild i i like i think it's easier for me to see why like trucking simulator is probably on a similar vein because you're not supposed to be going you know driving all that wild it's very much just like driving across the country gotta be fuel efficient right and like i think my my only understanding of these video games is like the meme videos where like some dude is driving a hundred miles an hour in a truck and like does a backflip and lands it and that's like the his farming or his trucking simulator or like people who <laughs> use the cheats and buy like the biggest tractor they possibly can and shit like that mm-hmm. and like i get that that's 
fun, but to me, that's really, really not the point of these games. Yeah, agreed. In in the same way that um, when I'm playing Gran Turismo or something, the end game is not particularly fun for me. Driving the fastest Bugatti is not the fun part of the game. The fun part of the game is when I have $20,000 and I'm trying to buy the best car I can with nothing, and then yeah. I have to go race around the track with other shitty cars. It's the grinding the grinding it's just starting yeah like the the simplicity of it the 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 um the basicness of it i think is really the the fun yeah. part and especially with this game because the point to me at least the the value that i found in it was you know taking a moment and stepping back and mm-hmm. being able to just enjoy what the game is giving you you want to you want to drive that tractor you want to drive that <laughs> honda civ you want to race some uh some minivans around the course i want to go nine miles an hour back to my farm it's going to take me 15 whole real human minutes <laughs> it took so it long. takes so long takes so long every time to drive like, around that little oh town oh my god <laughs> like i usually play it in first person in the track there just because like it's kind of interesting that's the only way i play yeah, yeah once yeah. i realized i could do first person the track i'm like god i do anything god. else yeah yeah whoa <laughs> This game is so wild. I was really, really uh, going into it with a different expectation of what I was going to get out of it. That was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. In a, way, in a very different way than I enjoy almost every other every video game. Every other video game. <laughs> like, there's yeah. nothing that is, is comes close to this. Even Again, like, with Stardew or Animal Crossing, like, there is just not this amount of monotony in it. There's not mm-hmm. this slow of a pace, um, despite it being about, you know, slowing down and being... Uh, you know, they're not having this like cataclysm, cataclysmic story that you have to solve. Yeah, the, the farm isn't going to explode. No. It's not like sitting on top of a super volcano or something. <laughs> no. You have to deactivate it. It's just farm. Yeah. Just go farm. That's it. Yeah. Um, but grow a good crop. Grow some soybeans. Yeah. Do it real. Do it real nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm shocked. <laughs> this was such, <laughs> such a shocking experience to me. <laughs> I was like, it's. A different game. I was genuinely, when I was playing it, I was like, are we going to have to cancel this episode? Like, I I just don't want to get into this and just dunk on this game. That's not what I want to do. Again, reiterating, because I know that this is not for me. This is not the game that is designed with me in mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's totally cool. And I know that there's an audience out there, but I was genuinely pretty surprised to find like, oh, there is something here for me. Um, I just kind of had to dig to get there. Forcing you to slow down. Yeah. And appreciate going slow. I think uh, a trucking simulator might be an easier sell, honestly. It's like, I already know how to drive. I know how to get to a place. So like, yeah, there's just so much to farming <laughs> me- that I do not have any yeah. idea of. Like when they started going through all the different tractors oh and all God, the different yeah. things you need to do. I didn't know. There was like but then- three different machines that yeah. I was like, I thought it was just big wheel tractors. I thought that's all all we do out here. But then it, I was overwhelmed yeah. by the amount of information, but then it stopped. And I was even more overwhelmed <laughs> yeah. by the fact that it stopped. I'm like, I'm not ready. I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, seriously. Talk about under tutorialization. This game gives you very little. <laughs> I can't worry about- In a nice way though. This is like, you've no, you've learned all you need. Now go, now go. child. Be the, be the legendary farmer, John Deere. As big as a mountain. Well, wow, this was this was a journey. Good one. Good 50th episode. Seriously, putting putting our skills to the fucking test. You know, I I only think fondly of my time with Farming Simulator. <laughs> Me too. To be quite honest. Uh, and if it, if it wasn't for the pod, I wouldn't have kept playing. I would have said mm-hmm. this is this game is not for me, and then stopped. Same. I, I would have stopped after the tutorial and been like, no. no, yeah, no, I don't think so. Give me some 
rocket cars with soccer balls. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. No, I got to go do my homework. I got to eat my vegetables. Exactly right. You found it and then it clicked into place. It is the vegetable of video games. It is, yeah. Makes you feel it's, good. It's the steamed veggie of video games. Yeah. No I frills, no frills. Just gets, it gets, Yeah, it's good for you. It makes you feel okay. Jam-packed with nutrients. Um, it's sunny outside is now my activation phrase for this video game. Well, it's sunny out. <laughs> it's sunny outside. The home, the home Depot song just plays in my head in like with heavy reverb to the point where it's like a lo-fi song. I didn't realize how heavy the reverb was on that song. <laughs> yeah. I think they need to make a lo-fi version of... Make like a dance mix version of that song. Dubstep. I did I did plow things to dubstep, which was inexperienced. Yeah. No, it's, it's so strange. Like, yeah, any sort of spice in there is so nice. Podcasts were great for mm-hmm. this. When I, like mm. once I learned how to play the game, podcasts are really good, but music too. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of get in there and vibe out. It was really nice. Vibing. Well, hell yeah. Cool. Um, do you have anything else to say on Farming Simulator 2K19? Um, I'm tapped out. Me too. Yeah. I've, I've harvested this field already. <laughs> this, yeah. No, this one's going to need plowing and fertilizing. <laughs> it's it's all dry. fertilize out. it. And that's, that's, that's all there is to it. David, we are on Twitter. We are at Podtimism. It's our, hand, mm-hmm. our handle, our handy. Um, Whoa. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm turning more into a farmer by the moment. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. Yeah, but so you need a, you need a, a H before <sighs> that. Yep. Yep. Yo. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we are on Twitter at Podtimism. Uh, if you would like to support the show in any way, a great way to do that is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or, better yet, share it with a friend of yours who likes video games and potentially video game podcasts. That is the best way to grow. And also, thanks. We are, mm-hmm. uh, our, our audience is going strong and going going strong that's it um they're going strong and they're going strong both this game is cool and hot like the sun ain't nothing gonna stop our audience (laughs) yeah we have a a, a little dedicated fan base so i I appreciate all of you being here and being with us so Mm -hmm. um thanks means means a lot to us thank you everybody especially our pod to misers our pod to misers especially in the episodes where we talk about farming for an hour and a half surprise for surprise. sorry you wanted a video game we got you this we have video yeah. games at home watch garen is gonna download this game and just make the most profitable farm yeah, that's never been made ever i'm gonna be on the leaderboards by next week garen is gonna break this game i've i've gotten really into competitive farming competitive <laughs> ranked, farming ranked ranked farming um arena arena farming simulator it's the there's one game every every year and you (laughs) then at the end bring your biggest farmed item to the california state fair got a big old pumpkin if it wins first prize it gets on display for a month at the fair hell yeah that's the game that's the online game that's the real game that's the real game baby the legend of john deere (laughs) triple crown so yeah Thanks for being here. Um, David, mm-hmm. do you have any video game wisdom? I do. Please tell me. Just plow the field. Plow the field. Fertilize it. Sow some seeds into it. Yeah. Enjoy the enjoy the the weather. Maybe it's sunny out. Mm. Feel the, the energy of the sun on your face. Know that that same energy is going into the freshly 
freshly fertilized seeds that you just put into the ground. Hell yeah. Know that in a couple couple months, you're going to be able to sell that for some good old money. America's seed and soil. This is America. Benjamin's. This is the real America. <laughs> my my video game optimism is, I guess, take it slow, baby. Hell yeah. Every once in a while, it's good to take it easy while you're doing something. Sometimes you got to listen to some dubstep and farm a farm. <laughs> I did. I did that. Did you listen to the radio stations? I did, yeah. It was yeah. very nice. Dubstep was my favorite. I wish there was yeah. just a a like talk show. I wish there was fake NPR in this video game. I would listen to the shit out of that and then farm my fields. Uh, that would be pretty good. This is... Guy Rizdal with MPG. MPG. It's a different. It's not real. It's the fake one. What's what's the G stand for? National Public Gamers. <laughs> All right, I think we need to rename the podcast <laughs> National Public Gamers MPG. <laughs> oh man, spin-off cast. Hello. This week it's me, Ira, the Gamer Glass. I am going to be telling you about farming and all the things about it that's a good ira glass thank you <laughs> that's a good ira glass it's his tempo it's it's really about his tempo it's the tempo and it's the where he decides to put the staccato <laughs> yeah. of his words you know this week we tell a story about karmic <laughs> i love you ira <laughs> oh man what a what a guy anyway farm farm out farm out forever bye 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 <laughs>